Well, hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of The Journey of Hope. Glad you could be with us today. The Journey of Hope is a podcast that's especially designed to address the issues that men and women face after incarceration. Bracca Gatz is my guest today. She's a Harvard graduate that's got a lot of smart ideas about how to handle addictions. We're going to talk to Bracca right after this. I'm Rodney Mathers, and you're on The Journey of Hope. I like to hear from you. You can catch me at Mathers Rodney at yahoo.com, M A T H E R S R O D N E Y at yahoo.com. If you've got an idea for a guest or a topic, let me know. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. My guest today is Bracca Gatz. Bracca is one of the few people that I've let come back on this show. I figure, you know, once somebody says something, we'll move on. But Bracca has got some really good things to say about addictions, and we're going to be talking with her today about that. Bracca, how are you? Wonderful. Thank you for letting me back on. (laughs) Well, you're welcome, and your persistence is impressive, I must say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, Bracca. Um, first of all, let's just refresh and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll start talking a little bit about how to beat addictions. Tell us about okay. yourself. Okay, sure. Um, well, the addiction that I've overcome is food addictions, but I think that what I've learned applies to every addiction. And that's why I love sharing it. That's why I'm persistent to come back because I'm always, yeah, I'm always learning new things about this. And I love, I love sharing it because it helps my soul to shine when I help other souls to shine. Excellent. And so how does beating a food addiction apply to say someone who's trying to quit doing cocaine. I mean, talk to us about that, because I think that an addiction is an addiction. Maybe some of them are harder to beat than others. I don't know. But uh, I quit smoking, which was horribly hard. But by God, I hadn't had a cigarette in three years. So you you can do that, right? I mean, you can apply those principles that you've learned. Talk to us about that, Bracca. Go. Yes. <laughs> you know, like cocaine and like with the, with the bad, harmful stuff in cigarettes, processed food is the same thing. Pro- like cocaine, highly, highly processed food is derived from naturally occurring plants, but it's stripped of the components that slow the absorption into the bloodstream. That's how we get addicted. So we get we get physically addicted to the processed food? Exactly. Wow. It's de- and it's designed that way. Wow. It's designed like natural food, like it's grown on a tree, you find an orange. It's designed to be delicious and nutritious. 
the processed food, it's designed to be delicious and addictive. It's actually designed that way so that we're, we're getting something completely unnatural, a, an amount of fat and sugar that doesn't occur in nature, the way that it's packed in there in a concentrated form, and we don't get the, all the natural components, the fiber, the protein, the water. It's been stripped of all that. The same thing with cocaine. Why does it occur in nature? It's here for a good reason, but it's been stripped of all that packed in a concentrated form to make a to make an addictive substance and the same thing with all the addictive junk foods um processed foods that we eat these are it's all it's it all has a very harmful effect on our bodies and our bodies our bodies are just houses for our souls and like when a person's in prison the the the, the people that are really successful when they been incarcerated and they've been released are the people that can connect with nourishing their souls. Like even while they were in prison, they got uplifted. They found nourishment for their souls and they continue to do that once they're out. The same thing, it's, it's true of every addiction. We, we have to nourish our hungry souls. They're always hungry. We got to do this on a continuous basis, nourish our hungry souls. And in addition, like if a person's been through trauma or neglect in their childhood, which so many people that have been incarcerated have been through that, then they need therapeutic intervention as well. It's not enough. We have to do it both ways. Nourish our hungry souls and get therapeutic intervention to get rid of all the garbage piled on top of our beautiful souls. Because the souls, they stay there. They're pure and resilient. They're infinite no matter what. They're still going to be there, but we got to get rid of all the garbage that's covering them and nourish them. And, and how do we nourish them? There's, there's actually five levels to the pleasure ladder. And, and, and the most basic level, the lowest level are all the physical pleasures. They're designed, this world is designed to be a pleasure, but we got so far off track from that. So all the physical pleasures, the natural food and everything, intimate relationships, um, nature, being in, in nature, music, physical movement, all of these things were designed to uplift our bodies and our souls. So we forget that. And, and how do we uplift our bodies and our souls with these natural pleasures? Through gratitude. Gratitude is what gets us really out of prison. It gets us out of the prison of our addictions. And it's really hard to find gratitude when we are locked in a prison of an addiction. And you've got to start it in the smallest ways possible. It, it, it's really hard. It's like, and, and an example of doing it, seriously, this sounds crazy, is chewing slowly. When you chew slowly, like you don't stick the next spoonful in of the ice cream. You stay with, you stay with the one thing you're eating right then and you savor it. That's the best way to practice the mindfulness that develops gratitude. So just stay with something you're enjoying, savor it. Just be there with it. Don't move on to the next spoonful because that's what we're doing in life all the time, trying to move on to the next thing. Just be in the moment and savor the blessing that you're getting right this minute because everybody is getting an abundance of blessings right this moment that 
we may not be aware of. We, we don't have the consciousness, um, the awareness, the gratitude for all the blessings in our life right this moment. All, all of our body parts that are still working, all the illnesses we don't have, as Corona taught us, the breath that we have this moment, you know, and, and anybody in your life that you're grateful for, they don't even have to be with you right this moment, just somebody, a grandparent, someone that brought some semblance of joy into your life, bring up that gratitude. So that's the second level is love, is focusing on something you appreciate about somebody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean, doesn't, it's not a dependence on other people kind of love. It's just, it's an empowering love. The pleasure ladder you can bring in, it's empowering you to bring in this pleasure. You could do it at any moment, not dependent on anybody else. So physical pleasures, enjoy them, savor them, have gratitude, have gratitude for another person, bring more meaning into your life, bring some form of creativity, put yourself into the world, and the highest level of all is transcendence. That's transcending our limitations, breaking out of our addictions. That's the greatest pleasure there is. Even if we make one tiny crack in an addiction by by filling one moment with gratitude, it's one moment less of misery. It's, it's just practice it, and as you increase your gratitude, it becomes easier and easier. It's like a muscle that we use. Well, my guess would be, Bracca, that there are people out there that um, have been slapped in the face from day yeah. one. Yeah. And I, I met a lot of people in prison that, you know, it was my view that they didn't stand a chance. Yeah. From from day one. Where does where and then, you know, you have people like me that are just made really stupid decisions. And so, I mean, I had everything. And so (laughs) and I lost everything, too. But so how do you tell someone who's been slapped from day one that's having a hard time grasping this idea of gratitude? I mean, what would you say to them? Exactly. It is super, super hard. But you know what? There is a source greater than everything. It's an infinite power. And the spark of that infinite power is inside of you right now. It's inside of you. Despite every hardship you were given, you were given tremendous challenges in life from day one, born into like a parents who are addicts, this happens to many children, born into an environment that is so negative. How do you rise above that? We know, we know of a few examples. You can think of a few role models in your life. They're rare, very few and far between because it's really hard, but it's possible. It's, it, you know, that little, that little blade of grass can come up through the cement. It's super, super hard, but it does. There's an incredible resilience, and that's because you are a spiritual being. You're a spiritual being going through a very difficult temporary human experience. And because you are, in essence, a spiritual being, you can rise above everything. And you need to find good people for support. That's essential. Yes, I agree with that for sure. you got to be careful who you're hanging around with, don't yeah. you? Yeah. What about, um, okay, we've talked about like these physical type of chemical type addiction. What about something like 
um, maybe like a porn addiction or something like yeah. that, where um, it, it, I guess maybe there might be some physical, I mean, I don't know how, is that different or the same? It's si- yeah, it's similar because it, it gets the dopamine going in the brain in the same kind of, it brings the immediate pleasure and, and, and it gets the chemicals flowing in the body. So that's the, that's the same type of addictive, it's not, it's, again, it's counterfeit, it's creating something counterfeit, it's taking something beautiful, meant to be, meant, something meant to uplift our bodies and our souls at the same time, and it only uplifts our bodies, that's what porn does. So, mm-hmm. so it, it gets us into a counterfeit state of confusion. And, and what do we do? Again, turn to the pleasure ladder. These five levels of pleasure, they correspond to the five levels of the human soul. This is universal. There's abundant pleasure in this world. As hard as it is to believe this world was made, the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. So when people get into addictions, it's understandable. They're trying to get the greatest pleasure right then and there. We were designed to experience pleasure. That's what we're here for. But we get off track. We're uplifting our bodies without our souls for that temporary pleasure. When we want to engage our souls as well, then we're left with gratitude afterwards. We're not left with that empty feeling of feeling even more hungry for the addictive substance after it's over with. We Then when we uplift our souls with gratitude, it's a completely different feeling afterwards when we fill our hungry souls. So think about all the ways to bring more pleasure into your life, doing something meaningful. When you do something good in the world, you know how you feel. It, then you're not, you're not driven by your addiction in, that, in those moments. When you do something creative, when you make a crack in your addiction, it's like the greatest feeling in, on earth. So keep doing the things that you know you know now, you understand what brings the most lasting pleasure in life, not the temporary pleasures. And, and try to fill your life as much with gratitude. Gratitude is what gets you from one rung to the next. It's all about that. And that's, that's how we experience true joy in life. Mm-hmm. Because when we are imprisoned by our, our addictions, we are not experiencing true joy. It's, it's a temporary pleasure that leaves us even hungrier afterwards. Okay, well... Does seeking pleasure, is that the same thing as escaping your miserable reality? I mean, you understand what I'm asking? Is that the same? Yes. So, like, pain can be a part of pleasure. Let's say when a person gives birth, there's a ton of pain involved in giving birth. And there's a struggle when you're climbing a mountain there's a challenge there's pain involved but you're enjoying the challenge so we're not exactly escaping pain by experiencing the pleasure but we're not blocking it out either we're, and we can understand that there's pain involved that could be pain involved in achieving what we want to achieve in life and in, in in struggles but um but we but the way to overcome our addictions is not to it's not by restricting it's by adding even more pleasure into your life add greater more lasting pleasures that's the way to free ourselves from our addictions when when we form a new habit it can take 400 repetitions to form a new habit it's really hard 
but if you do it joyfully, 10 to 20 repetitions and you've got it down. So that is the way to add more good habits into our lives through joy, through gratitude, add more music in, add more dance in, add more movement in. You will see that the addictions have, just don't call your name as loudly anymore. The more joy that you add in. Okay. Um, let me let me throw this at you real, just real quick. We only have a little bit of time left. Can you be addicted to another person? Again, so there's counterfeit. If you, you think that it's a real pleasure, but if you're not left with a feeling of gratitude afterwards and you're left with more emptiness afterwards, that's how you could tell. Another, another sign of whether you're doing something impulsively or intuitively from a deeper place, when you do something intuitively, you do it, you, you have a sense, you do, it, you do it fast, you do it clearly, and you do it calmly. When you do something impulsively, you do it fast, you do it clearly, but you do it urgently. There's an urgency. When you can do something calmly, then it changes, then you know that it's coming from a good place. If it leaves you, um, you have an addictive feeling about a person, like all you can think about, it, it's not coming from a calm place in you. Mm-hmm. So spread the abundance. Enjoy other things too. Realize there's so many other pleasures in life as well. That creates a calming sense in the person. When you're stuck in one thing, that's the trap. That's that's the incarceration. So mm-hmm. have that awareness, and you can tell. This is how you could tell the difference of when something is coming from a soul place or just from your body. Mm-hmm. That whole thing about impulsiveness, man. We could do a whole show on that alone. Um, well, we're out of time, Bracca. Um, now listen, let me, let me tell y'all something. This woman knows what she's talking about. She's now she's written 40, I think it is children's books, but she's also written this book. I believe it's in diary form. It's been a while since I looked at it. Bracca, tell us the, the title of that book and how people get in touch with you and, and all that. Oh, you're searching for God in the garbage. It was my search for God through a lot of garbage. That's basically what it is. And um, it's my story. You know, everyone has their own story, but if it's helpful to other people, you don't have to buy the book. You could, you could get it in public libraries in case it could be helpful to you. But, but try to remember the pleasure ladder. It it's really could help you. We're really here to experience the greatest pleasure. And, and, and you do that by nourishing your hungry soul. Bracca Getz. Getz, I'm sorry, has been my guest. Bracca, you went to Harvard, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, good for you, man. You're. <laughs> I don't know how many Harvard grads I've had on the show. I think you're it. Uh, I was searching. I was searching for wisdom. I, I heard this great quote, we are drowning in information but we're starving for wisdom. I was searching there for wisdom. I didn't find it there. Really? But, but, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I was searching for. That's why I went there. I, I, you know, I came from this really small little apartment in, in New York. It wasn't like I was destined for Harvard at all, but I just was searching. I worked really hard to get there, and I didn't find what I was looking for, but I kept going until I finally was able to get the spiritual nourishment that I was craving. Well... 
We sure do appreciate you sharing that nourishment with us. Bracca Gatz has been my guest today. Bracca, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for what you're doing. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. I'm Rodney Mathers, and you're on the Journey of Hope. Well, let me know how things are going for you. Mathers Rodney at Yahoo.com. M-A-T-H-E-R-S-R-O-D-N-E-Y at yahoo.com. I want to thank my guest, Bracca Gatz, and remind you that if God is for you, who can be against you? We'll see you next time right here on The Journey of Hope.